First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, confirmation now of another proposed big legal action against a series of mining companies for the way they treated workers and for the fact they're still suffering at the impact from having to work underground all the way back. I think it goes back to 1965. We're talking particularly around diseases contracted because they were working underground. The legal action is being led by the lawyer Richard Spoor. He's working with the Southern African Catholic Bishops Conference and a U.S. law firm. They're claiming damages from the companies that have, I think in all cases, names different from what they were in the previous era. These companies are now called BHP Billiton, Sariti Power, and South 32. Richard Spoor is a human rights lawyer who's the possible representing lawyer in this class action. Richard, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. I realize there's a lot of legal hoops to get through. I think you first have to try and institute a class action. What is your end goal here? Um, we're trying to achieve some modicum of justice for the thousands of former coal mine workers and their families who labored under unsafe and unhealthy conditions underground for many, many years and who are left with debilitating long-term chronic disease or who have died as a result of the illnesses that they contracted uh, working in these unsafe and unhealthy conditions underground. Um, when I say a modicum of justice, I mean I don't believe that we can undo the harm that has been done, but I am hopeful that we'll be able to achieve some measure of justice for these workers and their families. Some of the claims, am I right, back to 1965, I mean, are you going to be able to approve the health effects on people that go back to that time? Yes, we do. I mean, we've done it before in the context of gold mining and, 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 and silicosis. We've done it in the context of asbestos um, workers um, and, and, and focusing now on the third big category of, of mine workers who suffer from these diseases, coal, um, is appropriate. We, um, we, we're, we're fairly confident that we can make out a case. We know and understand the field very well. We know and understand the laws. We know and understand... Uh, the conditions under which these workers were working. So, yes, we're fairly confident that we can prove it going that far back. Uh, Richard, I mean, morally, your case must be almost overwhelmingly strong. Unfortunately, this country was a very different place back to most of the area you're talking about and very different laws. Does that matter? I mean, did the companies break the laws as they were back then? And look, let's be clear, there were virtually no protections for mine workers then, black mine workers. Um, Does that become an issue in this? Well, I wish it had changed substantially post-94, but the truth is it hasn't. Um, It didn't. Um, um, We've been litigating around coal um, and, of course, gold for for, for some time, and we've been running an action against Sassel and looking back at their records, and they're fairly representative of the South African coal mining industry. So we've got accurate and reliable measures of the, the, not only the dust levels, but also the systems that were in place. And what we see is that the systems that are designed to um, ensure safe working conditions, to respond to bad conditions and improve them, and continually to correct and improve them, that these systems haven't been in place and haven't been enforced. Certainly, there's been very little enforcement on the part of the inspectorate of the Department of Minerals and um, uh, Minerals, 
Um, and, and, and unfortunately, it doesn't appear as if there's been any significant um, change in the way that dust is regulated and controlled underground. The silicosis case, the gold mining case, if I recall, ended with a settlement. Um, I imagine you would hope there'll be a settlement here too, much easier. Um, yes, I think that is uh, that is certainly the quickest way to achieve an outcome. Um, and yes, we do hope that some that some that there will be some reflection. You know, obviously the companies need to reflect on what has happened to them. Uh, they got to go do their own research. They got to deal with their own shareholders. They got to justify and motivate whatever it is that they do. Um, but we think that um, it's very likely. Um, that, that, that they will come to a point where they say, look, we've got a responsibility, let's accept it, let's deal with it. Uh, I note that Sariti means integrity. <laughs> so uh, let's hope that they have integrity um, and that they do come to the party. This is the first of several class actions. The, uh, there are a series more um, against Glencore, against Exaro, and against Anglo Coal. And those will be following in the next few weeks. So we kind of trying to round up the entire coal mining industry. And with a bit of luck, they will get their act together and uh, we can deal with them as a group. Richard Spuerp, thank you very much indeed. The human rights lawyer on your radio this morning.